Now we're back. Now we're back. Are we? Is everybody here? Yes. Okay. Awesome. Yes. All right. Um, let's just. So. I have some more talk? details. Um, yeah, go for it. Yep. Yep. So, <clears throat> John C. Riley was the first choice for this. He he was he he was an accomplished singer and guitar player. He hmm. sang all of the tracks and he played on guitar on most of them, on the soundtrack, which was nominated for a Grammy and a Golden Globe. He. Hmm. He was nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Performance in a Musical or Comedy and for and for Best Original Song. But here's the coolest thing. He actually toured as Dewey Cox with seven appearances in the month before the movie yeah. was released. What? The backup band and everything. One of them was in Colorado Springs. One was wow. in Colorado Springs. Yeah, I was going to tell you that. Did you see him live? That would have been cool to see him live. That would have been cool. That's funny. Wow. I didn't. <clears throat> so he's a good musician. That's awesome. <clears throat> wow. Mm, there, I'll just say the plot of the movie. I have it right here. Uh, singer Dewey Cox overcomes adversity to become a musical legend. That's from IMDb. So it's just straight to the point. And um, yeah, where did you guys? So had you seen it in theaters? I had not. I, I watched it first on a DVD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was. I was the same. Obviously, as 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 the take was only twenty million, not 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 many people walked into the theater, which is which is interesting because Walk the Line had just been out in two thousand five, which was Joaquin Phoenix and Reese Witherspoon, and I think one of the one, if not two of those, walked away with with Oscars for that. Wow. So maybe it was Walk maybe maybe it was Walk the Walk the Line fatigue that people didn't want to go see another another. Uh, musical about a star coming up through the 50s and 60s. Yeah. It's also an amalgam of other uh, rock biopics like Ray. Oh, God, yeah. Story, and a bunch mm. of others. Yeah. And they just kind of mashed them together, but they did a wonderful job with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um. Here, let's just get... So I watched it <clears throat> this morning at home on Netflix. And is there anything else that we should cover before we get into... The scenes. I don't think so. Well, I yeah, yeah, no. Go ahead. We'll uh, okay. We'll cover okay. some stuff when we get there. Okay. So for the funniest scene, I have so right in the beginning when he cuts his brother in half, I have that part. <laughs> that was <laughs> alarming, surprising humor, funny. And then um, when El, I have Elvis doing karate. That was just a very minor part. But I, I definitely have that as one of my funniest scenes. Oh, you did. And do, do you? Yeah. Did you? Did you? Did Did you know Chris who played Elvis? In, in I was the just going to ask. Who that? I just no, I don't rec- you, you know, recognize him. That's who Jack White. Jack White. Oh, from the White Stripes. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> ha, ha, wow. Ha, karate. What a nice job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was good. He was funny. Well, it's funny. It was funny. Yeah, that was good. Very funny. And then, very, um, very, 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 mm-hmm. very over the top. Just very, very over the top, which is what everybody portrays yeah. uh, Elvis. Yeah, the whole movie is just very over the top. Um, I have the paw halving himself when he cuts himself <laughs> in half. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and and then that goes straight into the angry Dewey sequence. And yeah. I especially enjoyed when Dewey was carving the the time lapse of him carving the couch in half. 
That's kind of metaphoric. <laughs> and that is hard. If you ever tried to saw a couch in half, it's, it's true. It's very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, well, I, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I was just uh, gonna I, say, I I thought, yeah, I thought one of the one of the funniest moments was, um, and it was right right at the beginning, was the. <laughs> Six-year-old Dewey sitting down yes. play, playing the blues for the first time. I wrote that down. That's the first funny scene. And he starts yeah, singing really the blues. And, oh, my God. Yes. I, I, I had that. It. I, I, I had that under uh, improbable. So, yeah. That's yes. funny, though. Yeah, yep. yep. I, and, um, I, another, I, I, I also yeah. like. I also liked when he was when he when he was fourteen, leading his talent show buddies. Yep. <laughs> I had that too. Guy, they just, they just yeah. hide him. And I thought that was really funny too. Yeah, yeah. And um, also when he rips all the sinks out at the end, that was an ongoing thing. Him ripping sinks yeah. out, and then yeah. at the end when yeah. he does all of them. So I got a couple did you have, more when you're, if you're done, Chris? I got a couple yeah, more. yeah. What you got, Steve? So I, I did have Young Dewey playing the blues. That was funny. Um, Elvis, it just cracks me up. We're going to get to another part of what I love about this movie with that scene. Um, I love the Let's Duet thing, the, the whole song and oh, the oh interludes that they show. That's classic. Hilarious. Bob Dylan's oh. song is funny when he's singing the Bob Dylan yep. song. That's hilarious. Was that, was that the Midget Man? No, no, Midget Man yeah. is... No, no, no. Mid, yeah. Was that Bowie? No, he's just, he's just, yeah, he's kind of channeling his, but I'm talking about it's when he's singing the song on that song. Yeah, show. that was yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the Midget Man, so don't get me started on the songs. Those are great. Two those more. Great. Um, the Eddie Vedder scene is absolutely quite hilarious with the shapeshifter and the, you know, the <laughs> and he pulls that off without, without, you know, breaking it up or anything. And yeah. then you cannot forget the Beatles scene. The Beatles yes. scene oh God, yeah. where they're giving each other shit. You're not the boss of oh. me. All that stuff. Oh my God, that's hilarious. That was great. Yep, yep. Um, I don't want to jump any of because some of those I have in other categories. So we'll just wait yeah. till we we'll, we'll okay. wait. Um, you got any more, Scott? Yeah. Um, you know, I I thought I thought um, I thought Ma's scene when she died was hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, yep. gets, she gets her leg twisted out the window, and then the radio comes. Up, the radio, your song killed her. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah that, that, that was a really put together, very well seen, very good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And any other ones? That? So, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, go um. Ahead. Here we go. Let's do most improbable. So I have a fourteen-year-old Dewey, like you're saying. And uh, we've already talked about both of mine. Um, I just had the six-year-old Dewey playing the blues as well. <laughs> so, uh, what do you got, Dad? <laughs> uh, well, I, I, the most improbable to me was was the was the two kids in in the uh, machete fight. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought I thought that was just absurd that that, <laughs> that they'd be doing that. Um, not how it ended, because that was very funny. The half and half, and and yeah, but. Half. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, and, you know that that whole that whole scene where he's driving the tractor towards the horse, and then they're then they're they're doing the blowtorch. Is like, come on, that, yeah, yeah. that was that was Good that was crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had that's, two. I had that's fine. I had young young six year old Dewey playing the guitar, which is you know couldn't have happened. But then another like subtle scene is. 
this is the number one hit in America, and it was out 35 minutes ago. Yes. <laughs> that yes. was fun. That was great. <laughs> yep. That was hilarious. <clears throat> that was that's actually was going to be one of my quiz questions. Okay. So, yep, you got you got that one already. And did you have another one? No, those are the two I had. All right. <laughs> um, all right, let's do uh, worthy. Um, I, I for cringeworthy, I had uh, probably just all the male nudity. I would say that that's all all I really had. <laughs> but like, um, far and away, the dick scenes and there's. there's you know, the, the one when they're partying and, the, and then they brought it back at the very end of the movie in the montage. They didn't need yeah. that. I don't know why they did that. They already have an R rating. No. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's just yeah. a shock, shock humor, I think. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. No, that, 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 was, that was mine as well, was, was the hotel scene with the band. It's like, yep. you know, I know they're trying to make fun of, of you know, the, the rock and roll genre that, that has a re- reputation of, of, of trash in hotels and, and having all the groupies and everything. But it's like, yeah, the dick scenes were completely unnecessary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's probably what we would have cut then. That's my next category. That's probably what I put was... down. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Uh, I, yeah, cut? I actually, I mm-hmm. had, uh, I thought the, the, the whole, again, it was just uh, like you said over, earlier over the top, but I thought, this couple scenes with the giraffe at the dinner table and the chimpanzee. It was like, yeah. what, the, what the heck? What the heck? I mean, okay, it was you're, random. you're saying you're, you're just, well, you're, you're putting Dewey out there as just, uh, you know, so rich and, and so popular. He's just doing stupid stuff with his money. But I, I thought mm-hmm. those couple scenes were like, that, that didn't, that t- didn't to me add, add as much as what I think maybe they were hoping. Was there, is there precedent for, Rock stars getting wild, weird animals. Is that something? That, probably, probably, right? Yeah. Well, Michael, Michael the Jackson, monkey, the thing monkey, made, right? The, 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 the thing was made in 2007, and Michael Jackson had a whole zoo. So. Yeah, okay, yeah, that, that's probably what they were touching on there. Okay. Um, Let me ask you this funny. question for a scene that you would cut because I, when I watched it yesterday, I watched it on my computer. I actually have it as a MP4. And it was two hours long, so I, I guess I had the director's cut because Cheryl Beeks oh. plays a big role in Middle Dewey, uh, you know, the actor, the swimsuit model, as a, as a regular old person, though. She's her age, she's, you know. But um, is huh. the animated Beatles stuff in there in the one you watched? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I would yeah, cut so. that. I, di- I didn't think that. I would cut that, too. Yep, yep. Yeah. yeah. I would have liked more... Yeah, that we didn't need the animated stuff. It was weird, but more real Beatles, Beatles for sure. But yeah, you got you got. What, what else do you see in that extended version? Well, when he was <clears throat> after he gets out of the hospital, which <laughs> also was funny. He needs more blankets, and he needs fewer yeah, blankets. that was great. Um, <laughs> he he moves to I think I can't remember where he moved, California or something, but the. Um, Compound, just to go off on a side tangent here, the compound thing in California, that was very reminiscent of the Johnny Cash, June Carter, big ranch yeah. they had in Tennessee, where oh. all the whole family basically lived there. Anyway, he was married to Cheryl Teague, like after uh, Jenna Fisher. And, and after Darlene? Was, after Darlene. There wasn't much Darlene? of note. It's almost like, why'd they do that? So I don't know. But that, that wasn't in okay. the theater release, yeah. All right, so that's why they cut that out. Um, yeah, I don't think that late Cheryl Teague was even in the version we watched. No. But was she dead? 
Did Dad, you watch no, the Netflix, right? No. She wasn't. Yes, yeah. I did. No. Okay. No, she wasn't. Let's do scenes we would have liked to see. I have so I would have wanted to see the doctor operating on Nate in the very beginning when when he was trying to put him back together. <clears throat> and I have Speak English to doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um I have Oh, I would have liked to see Dewey negotiating for the draft when he was talking about working at the zoo and he could have got $5,000 with the draft. Would have liked to see that one. And um, the Beatles. I wanted to see – I could see a whole movie just from Jack Black, Paul Rudd, Justin Long, and Jason Schwartzman as the Beatles. Like, that was great. What do you have, Dad? Well, I, you know, the to, to me the whole, you know, we'll we'll, we'll get to this in the MVP thing, but um, the music was when this show shined the best. I thought the comedy was was good. There's some great one lines and one liners in here. Mm-hmm. But I would have loved to seen I would love to seen more Dewey on stage. Um, mm. You know, they they kind of you know obviously you're packing you're packing the whole guy's lifetime story in 90 minutes. So that was yeah. hard to do, but but um, yeah, I, I I would have enjoyed more more on stage. Okay, Steve. Well, I, mine is similar because I thought they missed a grunge scene, so they went Beach Boys. Yeah. You know, they did the disco era. Of course, he did his Dylan folk music, but they you know 2007 they could have squeezed in. How did he react to that and respond to that? You know, what was his act? He would look funny, grunged up. Um, mm-hmm. He looked bad through the whole movie anyway, but that would have been the last kind of phase of music they could have thrown at us. So. Yeah. Dewey in the flannel. Yep. Yeah. In Seattle. Yeah. Maybe he would move yeah. to Seattle, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. yeah. eight minutes on that would have been interesting. Because I think they spent way too much time on the Beach Boys thing. That went on forever. Mm. Him running around that room and, you know, all the characters that were in that scene and. That just it didn't do much for me, and it just went forever. Which, what, which, which part was that? Was it right in well, the middle? Were, so that that's no, mm-hmm. no. It was, it was towards the end. It was in the seventies when he had that whole orchestra and hundreds of people in the room, and he could never oh, finish yeah. the song. That's what yeah, he's yeah. referring to. But but if you okay. if you if you back up through the movie, every every musical performance, every every era is identified. And and you can you can just tick them off. You got at the very beginning he sings just like Roy Orbison, mm-hmm. and then he's got then he's got the the, the Johnny Cash phase. Then he mm-hmm. goes through the Jim Morrison Doors phase, where he's, <laughs> where where I'm guilty as charged, which is one of the funniest songs this movie yeah. this movie has. Um, and then he, then like Uncle Steve said, going through the disco, um, they splash David Bowie up there. Um, yeah. the, the Beach Boys. And then I thought even after that was a little bit of a Partridge Family kind of kind of vibe. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it was, right. but it was just. I mean, they just they had this just list of, and he he nailed all of them. It just yep. <laughs> the the Roy Orbison and Johnny Cash. I even maybe thought a little Glenn Campbell in there at one point. It, it just was so fun to see those scenes and go, okay, who who are they? Who were they mocking? Not mocking, but who who are they trying to to uh, portray now? And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Chris, you might not stuff. know this, but back in the 70s, when you 
dad and I were kids, uh, stars, uh, music stars like Johnny Cash, Glenn Campbell, Cher, Sonny and Cher, they all had TV shows. So that's hmm. why the TV show stuff was in there because that would have been a logical comeback for Dewey to go on. And I liked what he said. You tell that C- you tell Mr. CBS. Because <laughs> 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 you know what CBS is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a very subtle line, but it's funny. Yeah. You it, tell Mr. CBS. Mm-hmm. There's, there's lots of lots of insider stuff, it seems like. Lots of, lots of industry stuff and... And let's just mm-hmm. look into the memorable lines. I got a bunch oh, of God. lines. I got, yeah, I got some. Um, I'll do oh, some. Mine. So here we go. I have, I have, Dewey. I'm halved by his brother right in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I have. This was a particularly bad case of someone being cut in half. Come here to dance ironically, and they need a clean floor to do it. Like we thought. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, it was ironically. Yeah, I, I misheard that one. Yeah. I, I thought it was, I thought it would have been funnier if it was ironically, but it was ironically. Okay. Yeah. I misheard the one. Um, I have a uh, wrong kid died by Dewey's dad throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Five um, times. Five times. Yeah, five times. <laughs> and yeah. Um. I have the wrong kid now. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, so I'm a cheater, and you can just drink up all the milk? Uh, Dewey's <laughs> yelling at Edith. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that was, he was comparing that to him. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many good lines between him and Edith that she's yeah. really great in this. Um, I just had a couple more here. Um, that was early Dewey. This is middle Dewey yeah, by his funny. guitarist. Yeah. And then my last one is also by the guitarist. I had to borrow from the chimp to get a mortgage. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't make any money. You never paid. I missed that one. Yeah. Oh, and also Uh, I got one more. Um, it's when I it's when uh really funny when Dewey the montage of him playing catch with all his different kids, and then and then when he says, "You sure you're one of mine." <laughs> to the to that one kid, to the to the Asian kid, that was funny. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead, Uncle Steve. Okay, I've got your smell blind, his mom says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Smell blind, and I also have a particularly bad case of someone getting cut in half. Um, yep. Here's one from a song that it just makes cracks me up every single time when he's singing Little Man. Your big day will come when they remake the third of us. I just love that. That song is hilarious. Uh, you guys are almost as good as the monkeys. That was hilarious. Um, guitar player ripped off another good line. Yeah. They didn't like that, yeah. by the way. Um, I, I don't. I don't really want any part of that shit no more at the end when he won't take the Viagra. And then my favorite line in the whole movie. Can we swear on this on this podcast? Yeah, of course. No. Sure. My favorite line in the whole I would watch this clip over and over and over. When El- Elvis gives him the karate chop, he looks around and he goes, what the fuck was he talking about? <laughs> That's my favorite line of the movie. Uh, it is, that, is, that line is, is 
delivered that so perfect. So yes. perfect. Yeah. 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 That was great. What are you talking about? Very funny. Oh, well, I've got I've got a ton, so you got some okay. time. I, I, yeah, I thought um I thought Kristen Wig also had a good repeat line throughout the movie where she would tell him at the end of every conversation, You're not gonna make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. And then and then Dewey stands up and goes when they when they're in their apartment. He goes, Well, I think I'm you know, she's like, You're not gonna make it. Yeah. Well, I think I'm pretty I'm doing pretty good for a fifteen year old and a baby. Yeah. Yep. Twelve year old wife, yeah. Yeah. I had the uh I had the smell blind, I had the wrong kid died a lot. Mm. Um, um here's another one. Smell blind. When 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 uh Edith when they're fighting with Edith and um she tells him it's, it's illegal to be married to two people at the same time. And Dewey says, well, well, what if you're famous? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was hilarious. I, I actually adore, I love forever the first line of Let's Duet. In my oh. dreams, you're blowing me. That first song is hilarious. Yes, it is. Um, uh, let's see what else I got here. Uh, uh, yeah, the the whole protest song was hilarious. Yep, you mm-hmm. guys are almost as good as the monkeys. Um, uh, let's see. I got another. Wait, let me drop uh, another one in while you're looking. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Remember the? I don't have it exactly, but the one where Edith is talking about wanting a candy house, and then he says it'll just melt in the sun. And then she's like, "What if it always rains?" <laughs> that was a good one. And um, and then when he says um, he could give her a talking crow, when when he's talking about the talking crow, and it'll just say hi. And that was a good one too. But what do you got? Dan? Yeah, the the probably the last one here. Once I find another one, I thought was funny was very towards the almost the very end when uh, Simon Holbert, the guy from Big Bang Theory, was was the Jew. For the record mm-hmm. producer and the and and the the rapper Little Mutsack, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> was funny and how he said, "Cox and Nutsack is a package. We we'll go out on tour." Uh, <laughs> That's a great line. <laughs> yeah, they didn't miss a chance to make fun of his last name or to, to work it into some. Oh, even the opening, Cox. Yeah, right Cox. in the opening. I need some yeah. Cox. Yeah, I need some. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lots so. of wordplay. All right. Um, ready. Move on to six, ma'am. Sure. Yeah, this All is right. a long, long category here. I think. Really? I got, I it got a few of them. Here, I'll, I'll tell you mine. I have Dewey's dad. I have Eddie Vedder. You probably have Eddie Vedder, too. Well, I he have... He wasn't long enough, but anyway. No, nah, he was. It was a cameo. Uh, I think Tim Meadows was really funny. I liked his ongoing thing with the, the drugs updates was a really funny chronological thing. Um, and then at the end, um, yeah, Tin Meadows was good. And then uh, Miles the Monkey. Um, that's just a tiny one. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what you got, Dad? Well, I, I thought it was interesting how the Beatles were all uncredited. So yeah. all of those guys stepped, stepped in as a favor, right? So Jack Black, Paul Rudd, Justin Long, my man Justin Long from Godfall. 
and um, and uh, what was it, Jaron? Jaron Schwartzman oh. was 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 oh, Ringo. Jason. Jason Schwartzman. Jason. Yeah. Yep. Was yep. was Ringo. So I I thought that was that was funny. Yeah, um, yeah, they were great. And 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 you know they had uh, Jonah Hill was was late mate. Yep. C- kept showing up as a ghost. I thought it was Jane Lynch was the interviewer. Yeah. Um, and she and whatever however many minutes she has on screen she's just always over the top and, and hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, Frankie Frankie um, Munez would played Buddy Holly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I was cool. Uh, Ed Helms was the stage manager that had yeah. when Ed was Ed, when Ed was just getting going. Um, yeah, then I have Jack funny. White as Jack White as Elvis. But my MVP for sixth man, or my most popular sixth man selection, was my man Lakayam. Harold Ramis. <laughs> oh, that Harold was Harold Ramis. <clears throat> that was Harold even... Ramis, and Harold Ramis is a superstar in my head. So he's 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 my sixth man, Harold Lakayam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, those were good. Steve. Well, I kind of looked at this as a six-man, maybe he's playing 28, you know, 30 minutes a game. So I went a little more screen time. I went Jenna Fisher. I could oh. not, as Darlene, I couldn't really, I couldn't, I didn't do the research to determine, was that her first movie? Was Blades of Glory mm. before this, after this? Blades of Glory was just two two films before, before this before for her. This. Mm. So she was kind of getting into film. <clears throat> um, yep, yep. And so that's who I went with. Although I'm going to talk about Tim Meadows um, in a in a second. But yeah, okay, all right. Good choice. Um, yeah, good she's choice. good. Yeah. Um, all right, let's do. I just Ricky. couldn't take my eyes off. Right, she she just the wholesome girl next door, and she looked like uh, they changed her look throughout. Obviously. And, yeah. You know, at first when she was that fresh faced, you know, kind of Christian girl, she just lit up the screen. Yeah, she's. Uh, 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 Absolutely. Mm-hmm. She walked in. She walked into that theater 32 minutes into the show, and the moment the moment she walked in, that movie that movie changed. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it it she she ele- you could feel the elevation of the movie. It's like okay, now now this you know she's gonna she's it was gorgeous gorgeous on screen. The the sex the, the sex, sexual tension between the two was just hilarious. I mean yeah. She, Completely, completely made the movie. I thought. Yeah, um, so, yeah. Uh, let's go to rookie. So for rookie, I got the two kids playing young Dewey and his brother. Those kids were they're funny, and I also have Jonah Hill for my one of my rookies as adult Nate. What you got, Dad? Uh, I'll, I'll let Steve go first this time. This, yep. this is where I had Tim Meadows, and I didn't do the research to see if I wanted to give him some recognition. But I, you know, I don't know where his SNL career. You have I haven't seen him in many movies, and I see a lot of movies, so I don't know what he's mm. doing these days. But I thought he had a big enough. He, he was also a bit of an engine of the movie with the recurring bit of yep. the drugs, which was important because they needed to work drugs into a rock and roll star story. And I thought yeah. clever how they did that. And I don't think he ever missed a line. Even when he said, you guys are idiots, the song is deep. When, when yeah. Came <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I suppose the true rookie of the, of the movie would have been like their first movie ever, but I didn't go deep on the research to figure that out. 
Yeah, yeah. He's not in that much. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my, my rookie, I, I, I went with Kristen Wiig because it, it actually was one of her first probably big bigger roles. Yeah. Mm. Um, and 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 if you if you didn't know what she'd done since, I mean, you just she kind of just plowed through that movie. You didn't, you know, she didn't really have a recognizable line, you know, necessarily um, face or role. I mean, besides Carrie and all these kids, what did what the guy say? Kids say when they started to play catch with Dewey Dewey Junior. No, Dewey Drop. Point. Twenty-two oh, yeah, brothers, twenty-two brothers and sisters. <laughs> yeah. um, so anyway, I, I I thought that was you know probably Kristen Wiig's most significant screen time up to that point. So that's why I went with her. But she was good as either. Could you, flip, could, you good. Flip the, could you flip the two women in the roles? Mm. Would it work? Mm. I I probably. don't think. Yeah, I think yeah, it, Kristen I, Wiig I, could do I, it. I think I I think Kristen Wiig could pull off. I I they you. Easily could switch those those two. Yeah, and I think Kristen Wiig's definitely funnier than Jenna Fisher, though. Just she's yeah, maybe one of the funniest. The right roles. Yeah. Oh yeah. But. Yeah. Um. All right, let's do Coach of the Movie. So for Coach of the Movie, I have Dewey's Jewish managers throughout the movie. That's a recurring theme, and then I have Darlene. And Edith, so I, I I couldn't really decide. They're kind of competing coaches. They're they're both trying to coach uh, Dewey, but uh, what you got, Steve? I had the younger, the, the later part of the movie, younger Jewish uh, record producer guy or manager, because he he kind of steered him toward the TV show and a few other things. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Did you write down who played that guy? No. I, I oh, it, I think it was Martin Starr. I think that's who it was. But um, yeah, he was good. He was, he's from uh, Freaks and Geeks. And yeah, yeah. So what'd you have, Dad? So my coach mentor, I, I, I only chose one and I chose Darlene. Yep. Okay. Um, Cause she, she, she tried to be as funny as it sounded, Howie. He goes, what? You know, she 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 would try to steer him to the to the uh, to the right way, and ultimately was able to succeed. But he uh, had a few wayward steps there along the way. I'm not well, hooked to I'm not I'm not hooked to LSD. And that's what Jim Carter did for Johnny Cash. He really was the one who pulled him back from the brink. Huh? That's who that's who uh, Jana was based on. Probably. Yeah, that, yes. Yeah, I think that part of the yes, because he was married, and he met June Carter because they were the Carter sisters were singing backup for him on the road. And he fell in love with June, and then he got divorced and married her, and and then he went into his really deep, deep, dark period, and she basically pulled him out of it. Huh? Yes, yeah, so this is a really is it kind of historically accurate almost, but um. But, yeah, it's not really. Notes, you know, it, it hits all the notes of having a big complex where the our big family lives, and you know, the stay at the rehab and getting arrested. All of it, all those things. They, they didn't miss a beat, really. Yeah. All right. I yeah, think, cool. yeah it's, it's hard to believe it was only ninety minutes because they did pack yeah. a they packed a whole ton of genre. Uh, you know, just clips them through the through time. 
yeah, it really moved along. They didn't, they just moved right on through. It was, it was good. I like the length. I have seen it a lot of times, but Scott made a point that, that, you know, I think about when I watched it last night is, yes, it was two hours for me, but there still were only about five times when he was really going through a full song on stage. You know, he did the first mm. one, hold, hold your hand, hold my hand or whatever. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the big finale and then a few others, but uh, I could have used a couple more concerts. Yeah. 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 Especially cause he's a good musician and, I wonder if John C. Riley has ever released his albums. Has he ever? Did you guys look that up? No, I didn't look that no. up. No. Okay. No, I did not. Huh. Um, all right, let's do. Speaking of John C. Riley, he's my MVP. Um, he's probably your guy. Is he your oh, MVP, yeah. Steve? <laughs> of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? And, and actually, my 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 MVP is just a, just a tad different. Steve just touched on it. My my MVP is the music. Hmm. Um, I, cause I, I think at the end of the day, the things I walk away with are memorable, memorable songs. Um, and just the titles, uh, Guilty as Charged, my God, that's just hilarious. <laughs> Big Daddy, um, Walk Hard, I Will Walk Hard, It's Not Easy. Um, I, so, you know, um, again, I, more music. Um, the fact that John C., as Steve mentioned at the opening, that he played all his own, own music, he, he sang, I mean, that guy's so talented. I, I, I would have incorporated more more uh, music. Yeah. How, how big a deal for the movie do you think it was that John C. Riley is not exactly a leading man? You know, he's not Brad Pitt. He's, he's not Clooney. He's goofy looking. I thought that added a great deal to the movie. Um, I, I don't know why, think... because most rock stars are decent looking, but he's a very mm-hmm. atypical looking rock star. Yeah. Yeah. It it made it more of a it's supposed to be a comedy so it wouldn't have been as funny if he would look like Brad Pitt like just like Brad Pitt's not as funny like there's part of right. I think part of being funny is a lot of like look like like, like Will Ferrell's a funny looking guy kind of John C mm-hmm. a lot of comedians are kind of funny looking I think <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. Well, it also played into very well mm-hmm. into his persona. I, I don't know when Talladega Nights and, and these others were out, probably after, mm-hmm. maybe, but or right around this time. But if you knew he was going to be in a movie, you kind of knew you were getting that guy, that goofy, round-based mm-hmm. guy. And, and he's this was probably his shining moment as a star. You know, how many movies yeah. do you see headlines? Probably not many. Yeah, it might be the peak of his career, if that's what you're saying. I, yeah. Right, I, yep. It, it's... Certainly could have been. I mean, I would have. It'd be interesting to know when Step Brothers came out because um, 08, right uh, after. It was 08. Oh, okay. Yep. Right after. Okay. Okay. That's one of my. But yeah, that, I. I that's, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, the probably the only reason Will, Will Ferrell wasn't in this movie as as lead is because Will probably can, couldn't sing and play the guitar as well as John C. Right. Yeah, that's not one of his talents is it but um yeah. speaking of stepbrothers that's one of my cross era comparisons even though it's kind of it's the same era but that kind of broke my rule but it, it reminded me of stepbrothers and i also have uh happy gilmore um i don't know why it just reminded me of happy like uh, there's lots of fighting lots of happy gilmore kind of fighting and then uh kill bill with the sword fight in the beginning um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what do you got, Steve, for your comparison? Well, I, when you when you asked that, I, I really just went right back to all the parodies, the movies, the 
Ray, Walk the Line, you know, the, the Doors movie and, and things like that, because it was so obviously a comparison or a, yeah, obviously a parody of these, of these biopics, because the biopics are all the same. They all start with hmm. some kind of tragedy, the kid went blind, is it a, a young person or something, 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 rise to fame, struggles, overcome them, now an icon, you know, just, it just completely matched all those, those genres. Mhm. So did you have? Okay, so you just had all the the categories. I don't think it compares to anything really except those types of serious, you know, biopics. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. And Dad? Um, you know, actually, I thought a couple times when I was watching this. I actually thought a couple times about Austin Powers and how Austin Powers mm. is such a such a parody on the on the all things British and in in that '60s era. And and so I was like, wow, I, which made me think about. I think probably Austin Powers was, was made before this, but um, oh, yeah. I don't know why my, my why my head went there. But I'm like, oh, okay. Well, no, I, I think that's right. Yeah, now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of the over the topness. So, Austin Powers also. Yeah. Like I, but mm-hmm, I, have, go ahead. I have a question for you guys. Did you guys watch through the entire credits? No. No. What? Okay. What, what I missed at the end. At the, at the very end, after the credits are done, there is a there is a um, a, a guy on stage, black and white, just mm-hmm. it's, it's all of five seconds, and it comes up and says the actual Dewey Cox, and he's singing "Walk Walk Hard," really, and it says two and it says two thousand two, and I what? yeah, so I'm like okay. Is that are they still are they still <laughs> still trying to you know make fun and fool you, or is this yeah. really the actual the actual actual Dewey Cox? Yep. It was, so you looked it, it was it, it was very interesting. Did you did you look into it at all? No, I didn't. Okay, so maybe. Yeah, right. So are you saying <laughs> you think it was just a were they just joking or do you think there no, might actually be a real I, Dewey Cox. I think no, that's I a think fake name. A that's a made-up name. Oh, is it? <laughs> well, it could be a stage name. It's a perfect stage name. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Cox. It's, of course. I think it was. I would think it was the actual. I think it was the real deal, of Dewey Cox. I'll have to look that up, and I'll add that into the, like. I'll do a little postscript. But um, that's funny. <laughs> so I, it's it is also funny. funny. It is funny. It is funny at at the end when they say Dewey Cox died three minutes after this performance. <laughs> Hilarious. You see that? Very yeah. funny. Yeah, very funny. Yep, yep. Very uh, funny. <clears throat> awesome. Uh, wait, so did you did you say your cross era? Oh, you said Austin Powers. Yep. Okay. Let's do. I'm gonna say my Rotten Tomato. My Rotten Tomato personal score is 81, which is certified fresh because it's really it was really funny and comedies usually get judged harshly, but I think it's that's the toughest genre to be funny. So, what would you guys have for that? Dad, Steve? What, what's your category, Chris? Oh, um, rotten, uh, what's your, your rotten yeah, tomatoes rating? Oh, what, what would I give it? I, I saw that it was a 74 on the internet. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'd That's give it a 85. I, I mean, it's, if you want a movie to laugh with your buddies at, you know, and, and enjoy the songs and everything, you can do a lot worse than this movie. Yeah, it was great. A lot better than I expected. What'd you have, Dad? 
Yeah, I would give it a rating of 83. Uh, I agree. Yep. It's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's weathered very well. Um, music, you know, good music's timeless. So, you know, I, I, I would not get tired of watching that movie, you know, 20 years from now, I would still be laughing and enjoying all the music and songs. So I yeah. definitely, definitely in the eighties. Well, and the music, mm-hmm. the music that the thing about the music in the movie is that the, 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 the lyrics are funny. So you actually are mm-hmm. listening to really good melody. I mean, the, those songs are good. I mean, let me hold your little, and it just, it, and they match the culture they were trying to parody, you know, the yeah. time. Because the Dylan song was just freaking hilarious. That's exactly what Dylan would do, just completely unintelligible words thrown together. <laughs> so he really, he really got yeah. that. And, uh, but the so- I can watch it again for the songs because I like listening to the silly, like the little man is funny. It's just the whole yep. song is funny, you know. Yeah. All the elevator buttons incredibly high. It's so funny. Yeah. yeah. Do you think, does that like, does it discredit the music at all? Since they can just write joke songs, just they can make funny songs that are just as good as the real ones. But, or do you think they're just ripping them off? No, I don't think they're ripping them off at all. Because, but like Steve said, the, the, the melody, the music behind the lyrics, is 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 top notch. It's professional. So it's mm. it, you know you're not you're not having the um, funny lyrics on 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 crappy music. I mean you, the music was yeah. was very professional. You could stick, you could have put any lyrics in there and and it would sound good. But the fact that then now you add the funny lyrics on top of that, it just that to me just makes it timeless. Yeah, Scott, I'm, I'm just right. on my computer. Just went to the end of the movie, and on the director's <clears> there is that, but it's about 20 seconds long of a black and white, the actual Dewey Cox, San Francisco, 2002. That I got to listen. I didn't listen to it, of course, but I'm, I'm going to go back and watch that and listen to that. What's he singing there? Do, do you remember? He's singing "Walk Hard." Oh yes, okay, good. All right, I'm going to walk hard. Were they trying to tell us that he really didn't die? That he is really alive? I mean, <clears> interesting. Sounds like he's. Sounds like he's a real person. Like, are you at the? Are you on Google right now? Maybe you can Google Dewey Cox, real person. Well, it, it, but it was John C. Riley sitting on the chair playing the guitar, so I don't think it was. I don't oh, think it was no, no, no. Dewey Cox, no. No, it wasn't. It wasn't John C. Yeah, we might have the director's cut. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's different. Yeah, it's actually it's him. Than, yeah. <laughs> it could be different from oh. director's cut to Netflix. Could that be, could be. Yeah, sure. I think the but, Netflix is and that's somebody different. It's not John C. Really? Okay, this one. He kind of looks a was it, like Robert O'Keefe. Was it just an outline of him, Dad? No, he's it, on a stage no, in no, black and white. No, he's on stage. Yeah. Okay. He's sitting singing. down, playing. Yeah. Funny. Because wow. it, okay. it, it, it doesn't sound anything like John like John C. Oh, I'll have to listen to also, it. Okay. So huh. listen to it. <clears throat> All right. All right. Let's, well, there's yeah, your gotta, there's, there's your research, Chris. You got to research that. Go go check that out. Check out the the credit song. Uh, is yeah. That what you're saying? The end credit song. Okay. Um, research that. Um, here I asked. I didn't. I didn't look this up. Uh, I, which state is Dewey Cox from? I never went back and looked it up. But do you guys remember that one? I Tennessee. think Tennessee. I think it's Tennessee or Kentucky, but they don't really say. <clears throat> oh no, they did say it. They were getting in the movie. Let me. Let me they did exactly. at the very beginning. Exactly. When they had the little, he says, "I'm leaving such and such a town, you know, going." It, 
I think you're right. It's one of those, Kentucky or Tennessee. But it's not a 14. God, that's funny. <laughs> and, yeah, that was funny. And um, which – here's a quiz question. Which Beatle is Jack Black? Paul. Oh, yeah, correct. He's the ambition wins point. Yeah. I thought uh, Paul Rudd was so funny when he when he was uh, – like, what did he say? Oh. Something about imagining to the camera? When he looks at the camera? Imagine, yes. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine. Yeah. Right, the it's it's uh, Springberry, Alabama, 1946, where the show opens. Oh, uh, Alabama. Alabama. All right. And um, here, let's – Let's do this last question. It's my final question here. Uh, how would you flip the film to make it more profit, profitable, like flipping a house? Um, do you want me – I can go first. Um, sure. I'll go first. Go ahead. So the way I would flip the film, I would make it a mockumentary. So I would make it like The Office where, or like a Christopher Guest movies where – I think that'd just be really funny to see each of the band members talking about Dewey behind his back, being interviewed oh, by the camera. Interviews and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. And, okay. Yeah, like The Office. Yeah. Like a, um. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like Christopher Besson show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, waiting mm-hmm. for Guffman. But that's that would totally change the whole movie. But mm. what, what what do you have, Dad? I actually struggled with this because I. I <clears throat> I couldn't. I I couldn't come up with any other concept that would have would have you know maybe made it a better draw. Okay. Um, you know, instead of well, I guess you if if word of mouth sells movies and and, it, and we know it does. You know, you probably could have put. It's terrible to say, but you know, if you had a Jenna Fisher sex scene or something, that might have put butts <laughs> in the seat that that would have you know made it more profitable. But it was word of mouth. That's not, yeah, but that's not where the comedy, you know, it's the comedy. It's not, wasn't, it's not a drama. Yeah. It's not, you know, they didn't, they didn't go for the cheap ploy of uh, throwing boobs up on the screen or something like that. So, except when it was just um, random, the groupie scene. Right. Which that was one. just random, no name, no name. And that's quick pass by and stuff like that. But um, yeah. Yep. So in that's, anything... that's, 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 mm-hmm. that's the only thought I had. Okay. Steve? I, I well, I wrote down in my notes I wouldn't change a thing, and then uh, oh really? But I really do. That's funny. I really do like your. I mean, we talked about some scenes you might cut out, but I do like your point. I mean, I would have liked to have heard the perspective of the four, the three band members uh, mm. that were with him all that time. Um, they were great. So the mockumentary would, is a really, really great idea. But I agree too, Scott. I don't. I I wonder what the trailer looked like for this because I bet you know they probably tried to portray in a, minute, in a minute and a half that they were doing a fake rock stars rise and fall through the era. So I'm not sure how much Jenna Fisher you know was in there. Um, in the, she really the trailer. She wasn't in the movie all that much, like you were saying. She she's a six man award winner. Like she's not. She doesn't overwhelm the movie, but. Well, you, you, yeah, but you know, you know of of actors that maybe have five minutes of screen time, but every five minutes they're on, they're they're stealing every scene, and they're just they're just dominating that that their their role. Uh, yeah, I, I think she just played she just played her part perfectly. 
Yeah. Didn't know how many minutes she was on screen. The other thing about this movie is, you know, it's one of those movies where the star is in every scene. You know, and there was oh, yeah. a scene that he was not in, obviously. And and I can't remember. Too, I mean, just short bursts where maybe a couple of characters <laughs> were talking to each other. But who he carried this who? thing from the beginning to the end as soon as he came yeah. on the screen. Is there yeah. anybody else you think that could have played Dewey Cox? Because that's John C. Riley was so good, like you're saying. Like, who would you have? Is there anyone else you could think of? Well, yeah, I, Will Ferrell is a good is a good um, choice potentially. I mean, mm-hmm. but I just I don't know. He, for me, he was Dewey Cox, and I that that's the mark of a good of good casting. Because thank God mm-hmm. he could sing and play. Maybe that was a big part of it, uh, of course. But the movie's different if he's lip syncing and is because when you watch his chord chord changes. It seemed to match this music, so I think hmm. he was actually playing lead on some of those songs. Yeah. Hmm. Can you think of anyone? Too? I don't know. Who, I, I, you know, I, I, John C's got that. He's got that way of, and it just fit this movie perfectly when so much negative stuff shouldn't thrown at him from all ends. His dad, <laughs> his yeah. wife, Edith. He's got that. He's got that look that uh-huh. just. I am I'm a I'm a deer in the headlights, and what are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, a, a, a Jack Black couldn't pull that off. Ooh. He could. He would have been good. Jack Black would have been good. He could have could have been good, um, but his 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 face goes over the top real quick. Um, mm-hmm. Farrell, Will Ferrell could have could have been you know could have would have probably been my my logical choice to. What about put in that like role? A, but 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 John but John this this is his this this movie is him. It's it's yep. just really even from the from the from the poster when you go look at it on Wikipedia that poster of him doing the Jim Morrison thing it's just yep. hilarious. <laughs> yep. he, he he he's the guy that can that can pull that off. Yeah, I yeah like I was thinking maybe Robert Downey Jr. But that would have been a totally darker movie because he plays dark characters yeah. more or maybe like he's a too, mark he's ruffalo too. he's too handsome yeah nah. i think you needed a comedic actor you had to have oh yeah that, and those guys you know maybe they can do an ensemble comedy but they, they they're not known for that so and then he had a big presence he's a pretty a relatively tall guy i think six yeah he maybe is. and so that that helped. I mean, the scene when he's basically, of course, an, an adult, and he's playing a 14-year-old, and he's towering over these guys. Like <laughs> said. Um, yeah. But he even towered over his mom and dad, you know, as a 14-year-old and stuff. So that that in itself was funny. Um, they didn't try to do but, something else with that. But. Yeah. The mom The mom kind of reminds me of the mom from The Waterboy. You guys seen The Waterboy? Yeah. Uh, I haven't, but I, 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 I know what you're talking about, yeah. She's been yeah, in a yeah. lot of stuff. She's Margot Martindale. She was um, she was in Justified. She's been in quite a few movies. She's good. Huh. She's very good. Huh. All right. Um. Here. Uh. Before we. So let's just wrap up. Any ending thoughts on Walk Hard, Steve? I got one more scene that I like, and then I'll I'll do a wrap up. Yeah. When he's being interviewed as the Bob Dylan character, and he's got the the rock guy annoyed with the questions and pissed off and. <laughs> what did your parents think of my protest song, Mr. Time Magazine? <laughs> yes. In the black and white, and that, that guy looked like he came right out of the '60s. That that, that interviewer, you know, the guy asking the questions. That grainy black and white was really well done. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. My final thought is when we mm-hmm. when we couldn't do Austin Powers because um, because it Netflix was on took Netflix, it away. I yep. um, we talked about it a few minutes ago. I think the reason I wanted to do Walk Hard was because I was locked into that parody, and Scott pointed it out. Mm. That that's what this is. It's not that much of a leap between the two movies, Bond movies and rock stars. And so it, my mind was already working toward – I mean, I was already writing things down in my head from having seen International <laughs> Man of Mystery about eight times. But oh, yeah, I yeah. I enjoyed watching that and doing that. But uh, I think this was a perfect replacement. Yeah. Great movie. Dad, really great movie. And the ending is great. It was great. Uh, what are your thoughts, Dad? Well, I'm, I'm going to uh, leave you with um, – you guys have both talked about him, but I thought he had a very understated role and played it perfectly with Tim Meadows. And I, mm-hmm. I loved during the breakup, during the band breakup, he kept saying, and you never paid for drugs. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Kept coming back yeah. to that. Yeah. And, then, and, then, and then when he put the band together, which, again, was a very funny scene. They're all in their 70s. And they're showing him walking down the road, and they're barely they're barely moving, they're gimping and all that. And mm-hmm. what he you know he knocks on Tim Meadows' door and shows up with a whole bag of weed. <laughs> and it's like, funny. all right, yep. he, he finally he finally you know you made the connection of, I hear you know I'm I'm, I'm I've changed I'm I'm taking care of my guys and uh, so that mm-hmm. was that was uh, that was. I, I gotta mention one more funny yep. scene that we didn't talk about. <laughs> And I don't know yep. the actor's name, but he's in, he was in all, he's in all of um, Christopher Guest's movies. And he's yep, the I know he's a producer about. guy. And oh, he yes. Yeah. Get one more chance. <laughs> if you can make it, <laughs> yeah. it throws on and on. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can, you know, lift up your pathetic self or was just, that's a funny <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. is very funny. Very funny. Um, that's yeah. Um, here, before we, before we leave, I think let's let's just get a general idea. Wait, so who? So um, let's just do we do, want to do an action movie? What should we shoot for next time? What kind of movie? Or should we do like another? Did you like doing comedy or? Oh, I don't know. Just throw some ideas out via email or text and. Okay. I, I want to see what I you and the boys, the boys do with this action movie because. While I watched it, I thought it was incredibly unmemorable. So hmm. hopefully, it's, hopefully it's really recent in both all your minds. We what we what, did what, it action, what action movie? What, what action movie did you guys do? We did Triple Frontier on Netflix, and we already did it uh, yesterday. I watched, I watched that. Yeah, I watched. Oh, that. you did? Yeah, we did it. Yeah, we, we we're already done. The episode's already up. So it, it's pretty fun doing action movie because then you can kind of. Comedy's fun too, but there's just so much funny stuff that. Oh. Well, yeah, you can make yeah. fun of stuff more. You know, you can, you exactly. Can, yeah, exactly. You can. Were the boys driving back from Greenville? Is that where you caught them in the car? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were driving. I, I didn't even know. I didn't even ask where they were. Where were they? Where were they? Greenville. They went to Greenville, South Carolina, to play disc golf and hit some breweries yesterday. <clears throat> How far is that for them? It's 90, 90 minutes from Brett's house. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Well, I'll have to listen to that. I'll leave you with this, yeah. guys. I'll I'll leave you with this. Just yep. just remember, I stand I stand for the midgets. Let me hold you, little <laughs> man. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks for doing it. Thanks, Chris. This was for- fun.
Yep, of course. All right. All right. All right. Talk um, to you later. Yep. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Rate, review, share, subscribe, baby.